Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome into another episode of Dan Dan Tony Sports. My name, in case you've forgotten, is Dan Snyder, joined as for, as of right now by good friends Tony Casper, Dan Beebe, gentlemen. How are you guys doing tonight? Wonderful. That is good to hear. We are still waiting on Dan O'Shea to join us, but he will be at some point. So, guys, our last episode was all the way back on July 22nd of 2020. Uh, A lot has happened since then, um, both in our personal lives and in the world of sports. So I just want to use tonight, this episode, basically, to be getting reacquainted uh, and finding out what it is that we have been up to since we last did this on July 22nd. Who would like to start? Why don't you start? Oh, get right into the craziness. Okay. Uh, so, in early July, um, my wife and I, we noticed there was a crack in the ceiling of the apartment that we were renting. We pointed it out to our landlord, and she got her handyman... To come in and take a look at it, he said it should last for a while, and then he will come in and fix it. When he said it should last for a while, it was literally literally days before the, the entire ceiling in our living room fell down upon us. Not literally upon us. It was like 1 something in the morning. We were up in bed, heard this loud sound, thought... I don't know, maybe an air conditioner fell out of the window, or maybe a car had hit the side of the house or something. Uh, yeah, we jumped out of bed and we were like, what? what's going on? What the hell's happening? Um, and then we realized the ceiling must have fallen, so we went downstairs and all over our living room floor and in the air were dust and debris and chunks of uh chunks of our ceiling which was about four inches thick and was held together using like four and a half inch nails so that i I think we solved the problem right there of (laughs) why it fell um so we uh were put up in a hotel for a week while they were clearing everything out 
And then we came back home for about a week. And um, they were doing more cleanup, repairing the roof or the ceiling. And then we noticed that other ceilings started showing the same kind of cracks, just not as bad. So we point them out. We pointed them out to our landlord, and we came to a mutual determination that uh, it's probably best that we move out. So this is like, yeah, this is like second week of August. Uh, we have the discussion. We figure it's best to move out, and so within two days, we began moving into my into my in laws' house down in the Poughkeepsie area. So, from middle of August on, I was basically homeless, living with family. Um, <laughs> which, I'm, I'm grateful that, uh, that we had the ability to just pack up all of our shit, put it into a storage unit, which, storage unit, we rented a 10 by 30 storage unit, and that son of a bitch was stuffed from front to back, side to side, top to bottom. Like, there wasn't enough room to fit me with the door closed inside of that storage unit. That's how stuffed that thing was. Uh, and I don't know if you can imagine it, but 10 by 30 is fucking huge. <laughs> and it was stuffed. So, we... Before we moved out, really, uh, we had secured another apartment. It just wouldn't be available until uh, until October 1st. So we moved Poughkeepsie uh, until we can move stuff in the first few days of October. So that entire time, living with the, uh, living with the in-laws, which... You know, not having to be the main adult in charge was pretty nice, I, I will say. I enjoyed uh, being taken care of as much as uh, I could. Um, but yeah, since October, we moved into uh, an apartment in the old apartment complex we used to live in. Uh, and it has been... Uh, it's been pretty good. You know, we've been living here You're since... not in the same apartment, are you? No, we're in a bigger apartment. Yeah. Oh, good. Yep, we upgraded. Hell yeah. Yep. No, that would be that would be strange if we were able to... If the apartment we were in two years ago was still available, I'd question what's wrong with the apartment complex since we've moved. Yeah, that's a good point. But, I mean, it would have been ironic because that's where we had started the show from. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, I mean, basically, we're... Uh, We've upgraded our studios twice. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And, and then having to do Zoom because of, you know, everything else that's happening in the world. Yeah, yep. Which, um, you know, it's been some real crazy stuff going on in the world of sports. We'll, we'll touch on that in a, in a little bit, I'm sure. But, um, so, other than that, only a couple of other new things. Uh, I started collecting football cards again. Uh, oh, good. Yeah. Chuckles would like to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, pretty uh, pretty excited. I don't have very much 
uh, right now. I'm trying to sell off a couple of my cards so that I can, you know, keep buying more cards. Uh, people are complete and utter dicks in the 518 sports card community because you can't find cards anywhere because assholes are buying them and then selling the the boxes online for like three or four times the price. Which I'm sure... Dan, Dan, you don't want those cards. Listen, I just started, um, really just started collecting... Right now, if you're looking to spend any money and get good quality cards where you have a better chance of getting autographs and higher-end cards, parallels and everything, go to Finnegan Sports Cards on Central. It's the only place to go. Well, right now, I don't... Hobby and not retail. When you're dealing with Walmart and Target and all that, that's retail. They don't have the same uh, They don't have the same sets in them. They don't have... You can't really get autographs in them. But, you know, if you go to you go to Finnegan's and he has packs, you buy three or four packs of a box of guaranteed three or autos or something, you have a chance to get pulled in an auto. Yeah, I mean, I am doing uh, retail right now because I don't have all that much money. And I want to have cards to collect. I did. I did get a pretty sweet Jeremy Chin autograph from an Absolute Blaster, so that was kind of nice. But Absolute uh, sucks. It's a, the, their cards are terrible. The Panini Absolute awful. They're ugly. They're they're not good. But yeah, I mean, I've been learning a lot in these groups and actually um chuckles i think you're in one of the groups that i'm in uh 518 sports cards and breaks or something like that yeah they suck yeah yeah yep the only thing i use them for is to pluck them for buying their cards and i I lowball them (laughs) but uh yeah i i like the the way the don russ look they're clean i know that they're like lower end of panini but uh, right now, that's what I've got, so I will keep well, Finnegan's in mind. Panini football is good because they still have licensing and stuff, but with, like, if you... I can't stand Panini baseball where it just looks like everyone's wearing, like, plain uniforms with no logos. Yeah, I, I'm not into the baseball cards. I have a few. Um, that someone from the Sports Jungle, uh, actually, I won a contest, and they sent me a few cards I got. Uh, an Ezekiel Elliott uh, RPA card, yeah. which is pretty sweet, and it's uh it's been graded. It's a Beckett eight point five, so that's that's, uh, cool. that's like my piece de resistance or whatever they call it. But yeah, I really I I'm I'm enjoying the hobby so far when I can actually get cards. I'm trying to get some mosaic because those are fucking sweet looking. They are sweet. But all I can find, if I can find anything, is, which has been one time, was absolute. And, you know, they're, like I said, they're shit. Yeah, I literally walk into Walmart and Target, and if I walk by and there's anything, that's great. If not, I'm not, I'm not going after their hunts. These people are freaking ridiculous for this retail. It's like crack to me. Mm-hmm. It's... They, know the, they know the distributor's name, and they're like, Bob's at Target. And I'm like... What the fuck? Right, yeah. No, there's there's the one kid in the group. Not going to name names. I'm sure he's not listening. But, I don't know any of them. I literally just buy cards, so I'm not taking any offense to He literally buys, like, has people drive around to all the stores with him 
and buy as many boxes and, and shit as they can and calls it his quote-unquote full-time job. Well, you know, that, to be honest with you, that's fucking sad. I feel bad for him. He's not making a lot an hour. No, he's, uh, I mean, people are desperate right now, so he just sold a... The absolute box that I got at Target was 40. He just sold one for like 110. The same goddamn box from Target. People are desperate. Step up in sneakers. Yep. That's fucking ridiculous. Yep. But uh other than that. Uh, other than that, it's been it's been uh, a fun little hobby. I uh I'm enjoying it. And I It can be a fun little hobby. I get that. Yeah. I mean, do you want to talk sports tonight, or are we going to talk cards? Uh, we're just reintroducing ourselves. Last thing I've got to say about myself, I did also start writing a wrestling blog, so that's fun. Okay. It's called Doing the Job. You can find it on Blogger. Gotcha. Uh, good for you. All right, so uh, that's going to be it for me. Uh, who's next? There's not much that happened in my life, man. I've just been working, switched jobs, watching sports and constantly being disappointed by what's happening in COVID. So, I mean, not a lot. Oh, yeah. I see you also got into hiking, though. <laughs> you know, no, I started getting out there a little bit more, courtesy of the girlfriend. She's, she's definitely uh, pushed that a little bit more. <laughs> oh. walking a lot more than I used to other than work alright well Dan Beebe what is new with you since July 22nd oh man uh, I wonder how the hell football's uh, been made to pull off the games I'm going to Yeah, COVID vaccine. Uh, that's coming soon. Uh, and hopefully that means we'll be back to stadiums full of fans. Speaking of stadiums, what gets played in stadiums? Sports. Sports. So uh, since we first, uh, since we last spoke, the NBA season did its bubble. Uh, playoffs were done. Championship won. I just want to ask you guys if if you feel the same way I did that you will very rarely ever see a basketball series as good as that Jazz Nuggets was. That was insane. All seven games were crazy. Um, that was something that was entertaining to follow just for the fact that it was so back and forth. It, um, it was. I, you know my feelings on the NBA. Uh, yep, I I know your but feelings. <laughs> that actually kept my interest just because of the fact that, like I said, it was back and forth. It was it was compelling because you didn't know what was going to happen next, and it seemed like every game almost was trying to top the game before it. It it was that it was that was by far the best series in. In the playoffs, 
And the only one that even could come close to it was that Heat Celtics series, which ended on a blocked dunk. Like, that ended the series. Game 7, I think it was Tatum goes for the dunk. Bam Adebayo comes basically out of nowhere, fingertips it, blocks it. There's like one second left in game seven. Crazy. Like, I didn't think it would get much crazier than when the year before Kawhi hit that three in the game seven for the uh, for the Raptors. Um, I don't remember who they were playing. Uh, I think it was the Bucks. I think. But it like bounced all over the rim and went in and he was like crouched in the corner. Um, yeah, but the NBA playoffs and the just the restart with the bubble, not going to lie, I actually really liked that. I think I liked that better than I liked watching NBA regularly. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, the Lakers won, which... Yeah. Yeah, which is just big fucking poo-poo on the season. Um, just well, my problem is it gives LeBron another fucking title where he really didn't fucking deserve it. And they gave him the fucking MVP on top of it, which is even more insulting because he wasn't the best player on that team through that series. It was clearly Anthony Davis. So the whole thing was bullshit to me. I completely agree. Anthony Davis was the best player on that team basically all season. And he got rewarded for it. I can make the argument that Anthony Davis was the fucking MVP of the league. Yep. He definitely could have been. Um, $190 million over the next, was it four years I think it is? Is yeah, his well, contract... I mean, Based on the signings that have just happened, the Lakers are going to be a problem for a while. Uh, the rest of the West seems hard to figure out because, I mean, now we've lost Clay Thompson to a different leg injury. Um, Mass exodus of stars. Now in Washington, who knows where the hell James Harden's going to be by the time the season starts. Like, the path to the Western Conference Finals, it, it seems ironic. But LeBron left the East where he was guaranteed to get into the Eastern Conference Finals every year. He went to the West, and now it seems like it's being paved for him in the West. And everyone's leaving and going to the East again. Seriously, it's absolutely like that. It It's crazy. Like you said, Durant the year before, he goes to the, goes to the Nets. Then you've got uh, what, uh, Russell Westbrook. Goes from the Thunder to the Rockets, from the Rockets to the to the Wizards. Yeah, so like we're waiting on James Harden, who's probably going to be going to the uh, the Nets. I think were the last team that was discussing. The Nets are very interested in him. Apparently, there is the idea that Philly might get him, but Philly's going to have to give up that. And we uh, don't want to see Ben Simmons have to go to a place where he's going to need a jump shot because we all know that shit ain't coming. 
You know? Yeah, but if I was Philly, I wouldn't be against trying to grab Harden, put him together with Embiid, and see what they can do. I mean, it's it's definitely not enough, but it's it something worth it. Uh, speaking of something, we got uh, Dan O'Shea joining us on the line. Dan O'Shea, how are you doing? I'm good. I, I prefer being called a thing rather than a, a person. You are absolutely a thing. <laughs> so uh, we're talking uh, talking sports that we've missed in the last five months. But real quick, catch us up on you. What have you been up to since July 22nd? Oh, oh I've done some things. Uh, I moved. Um to spoil my previous location, I was in New York City, uh, and I have now officially moved out of New York State. But uh, you know, I don't know if we're if we're if we're giving that away fully yet. Um, so you know, moving's fun. That was recent, and uh, still unpacking and and all that fun stuff. Uh, other than that, um, went to Aruba when. Uh, when times weren't too too bad and we were safe getting tested and everything uh and that was awesome and i'm glad we, we took that opportunity because we've pretty much been in self-quarantine since then <laughs> yeah so let me let me just ask you a question are you in a neighboring state i am okay all right i'm gonna try and figure out where you are <laughs> my my first guess was connecticut giving it up because uh, I can tell you. Yeah, let's do it. Where are you at? Yes, I am in Connecticut. I am a resident of Stanford. Oh, you're going to ESPN? Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, no. You're working for WWE? <laughs> Not yet, you know. Eventually, hopefully. Oh, man. That is a dream job. <laughs> All right. Uh, for you, sir. So, Connecticut. New Britain, they've got this soda company that I like. <laughs> but uh, that's great, Connecticut. Uh, you went to Aruba. Um, anything else? Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head. As far as big events, you know, just uh, trying to live life through this through this quarantine. I mean, somehow. One thing that I'm thankful for, somehow Obi Toppin fell to the Knicks. I know you were hype on him. So that was, uh, that was pretty sweet. I I uh, I wasn't as high as some. I wasn't as low as some. I was I was middling on him. I'm, I'm warming to, uh, to him breaking athletic records uh, for you know for Knicks rookies already. So that's kind of cool. Like it's just, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but. Just thinking about what the Knicks are going to have down low is just physical intimidation with Obi Toppin and Mitchell Robinson. It's nuts. 
The only problem is, who's going to be the starting point guard? <laughs> like, yeah, you guys don't have a guard at all. Uh, I mean, you've got Dennis Smith Jr. Alfred Payton can run the point. Like, you don't want yeah, him to be your starter. None of this but... sounds good. No. <laughs> I, I don't know why we brought back uh, Alfred Payton, honestly. There were a lot of other people that we should have brought back uh, over him. I've got to imagine they're, they're thinking of um, Frank Nielakina. You know, they drafted quickly as well. Uh, he looks pretty solid. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do. Uh, we got Austin Rivers, so he's probably our best point starting point guard right now. Yeah, and you know he's not great, but he's an improvement over anything we had there before. So, my guess for why they brought him back is because they released him, and he took a five million dollar pay cut and is willing to play. <laughs> that's that's probably why. But he is, like I said. I don't want him to be my starting point guard, but get him regular minutes at the two, and I think you'll get good production from him. That's what I would expect. That's what I'd be looking for. But, yeah, Austin Rivers probably the the best option at point guard. I don't know. I, the Knicks are already depressing me, so let's, let's, let's move on. Um, real quick, Dan O'Shea. The bubble, the games in the bubble, the playoffs. What were your thoughts? I thought the bubble worked really well. Um, you know, they had almost zero cases. Um, even when players sometimes violated the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stupids. But uh, you know, I, I thought it. I thought it worked surprisingly well. I. I don't. From what I'm hearing, it sounds like they might not do a full bubble this time. They might do, um, you know, regional bubbles or something like that. Um, and the NHL is also considering something along similar lines. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they how they do it for this year. Now that you know it's it's back to you know spiking worse than it ever has, um, and how they're going to work on containing it. Um, but as far as the bubble went, you know, I, I thought it was good. I thought it was I, – I also liked that they allowed people to opt out. I think, you know, that's that's important. You know, you don't, you never know if they've got family members that might be high risk or, you know, uh, some of them Ch- having Ch- – Had children? Or babies and whatnot. So um, I, I thought they handled it remarkably well. They did. And the go, speaking about the the players opting out, I've never heard so many people talk so much shit about how other people are receiving money than, than I have when people were complaining that players opting out, like Mike Conley, were getting money. <laughs> like, like, first of all, they're salaried. You probably work hourly, so calm the fuck down. <laughs> Second of all... It doesn't affect you. Like, I don't get it. But yeah, the the best part of the bubble was you could hear everything. Like, you could hear yeah. players sneezing. That was that was that was great when when you heard um 
Shit, what's his name from Memphis? Um, the the forward Grant when he sneezed and Jolly backed away from him. Like, that, that was I forgot about that. That was so funny. Like, I really, really think the bubble's a good idea. I think that it should be done. I think the NFL should be doing it. I think it I think it's it's a great idea. It worked. People loved it. Like people loved watching those games. It was a little weird at first because you know, the worst part about professional basketball is hearing those fucking sneakers squeaking on the court. That is that is the worst part of a game besides having to watch players who shouldn't be shooting threes jack up half-court shots on the red. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I loved the bubble. I, I am in favor of doing bubbles for the rest of forever. Yeah, and across all sports, it's certainly been weird not having uh, crowd noise. Um, but it is funny that you can hear the players. It does. It did for me take a while to uh, like get be able to get into games that you know without the crowd noise because I, I didn't realize how big of a factor that plays when you know people are chanting and, and, and stuff and how much more exciting that makes it to watch it let alone play it. I can't imagine, you know, the players adapting. But um, Or even better, when you, when you have a, a wild crowd and the game's real close and then a player on your favorite team hits a dagger to silence the team's fans, that's the best. When they're trying to help build this momentum and you just fucking kill it. That, that I did miss. Think about, like, what it does to the NFL. Like... What would Buffalo be if they had the Buffalo Mafia? Yeah. Like, that's an insane crowd that allows for a lot of noise. And if they had them, especially now that we're thinking about the playoffs coming around and Buffalo might be hosting a game, what would it be for a Buffalo playoff game against whoever it is in the AFC that's stacked? I don't know. But... Guys, we do just have to take we do just have to take a quick break and we'll be back in about two minutes, alright? You're listening to you're listening to Dan Dan Tony Sports.
And we are back from our quick little break. All right, guys, when we left off just two and a half, three minutes ago, we were talking about the fan experience or lack thereof of these uh, these NBA playoff games, uh, NBA bubble games, excuse me, including the playoffs. Uh, real quick, because I want to move on to other sports because we're running out of time. Dan O'Shea, did you watch the Jazz Nuggets playoff series? Uh, not all of it. I did watch the final few games. Um, it was nuts. Sorry? It, it was nuts. Like, the best series yeah. I've ever watched in any sport. Like, it's, it's definitely up there. And the fact that we got to watch a little rivalry in the making between Donovan Mitchell and Jamal... Um, uh, what's his name? Why has this happened to me? Jamal Murray. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I kept I kept thinking Marbury, but that's not right. It's not, it's not Marbury. He's uh, he's Chinese basketball now. But, I didn't think Jamal Murray was that good, to be honest. But I kept getting shocked every time he hit a giant three. Yeah. Um, I thought he was good, but I didn't think he was that good to you know go toe to toe. With Spider? Yeah, it was it was unreal. And um, sorry, go on. No, you, you, you go ahead. I was gonna say, and that game seven between Boston and Miami, the game-winning block dunk by Bam Adebayo, uh, the other real highlight for me in in all of this. Um, but. I want to move on to more of your expertise, the NHL. The NHL, great. A lot of uh, a lot of good hockey was played, and the Stars made the Stanley Cup Finals, which I was very happy about. Yeah, that was. Oh, that was. Uh, I'm sure that had to hurt. You know. No, actually, it didn't. I, I told you when the stars when the yeah, you did say that they were gonna lose. I said they were gonna get swept. I said if Toronto <laughs> wins or if uh, Tampa wins, the stars are getting swept. But they won a game, so they did. Um, yeah, Tampa was just such a powerhouse, and literally the uh, best team from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and they really got some of that toughness that they didn't have last season, which is which is what allowed them to get swept in the first round last season. They weren't ready for playoff hockey, and they they uh, you know changed their game, and they um, it, it seemed like they really learned from last season and just took it to every team that they played. That um, that sweep, like you said, it, it was Carolina that swept them, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, um, that, that was like a well-fuck moment, I think, for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I, I definitely think they took that to heart, and, you know, it, it really showed this season, um, bubble or not, they, they didn't give a shit what, what happened. They were coming hard for, you know, whoever they were facing, and, and they did, and, you know, they, they were successful. Um, to quote Michael Jordan from The Last Dance, they took offense to that. <laughs> yeah. they, took, they took that personally. 
Oh, that's that's what it was. I took that. Yeah, yeah. They took that personally. Yeah. Um, but no, it was some really entertaining hockey. I thought the stars looked great. Um, they had times think, where they looked you know, really bad, though. Yeah, uh, that's going to happen with a young team that's never been quite up that high before. Um, I thought their series against uh, the Avalanche was super fun. That was that was you know one of the most back and forth, um, and then Tony you know Vegas performed pretty well. Obviously, I know you wish they had done better, but they they played some great hockey as well. There's so many game sevens in the NHL playoffs. I know that's what I loved about it. It was just it was so exciting. I was like every day. I was like, there's there's more good hockey to watch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, my Rangers couldn't quite make it into the actual playoffs. Um, and but we ended up with the number one pick and got Lafreniere, so uh, I'm a little bit happy about that. For a moment there, for a moment there, it almost got even worse for you because the Islanders, for a game, looked like they could have been a real threat to Tampa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was I was nervous, <laughs> uh, and then yeah, it was like, um, boom, Penguins are gone. Boom, Islanders are gone. Uh, flyers are gone. I was like, oh, it just keeps getting better. <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh, I just enjoyed so much watching hockey in the bubble as well. It was, again, it, it was great. I, I Almost better than watching the real thing. <laughs> but, I mean, uh, uh, honestly, uh, they might... This might adapt to something in the future because um, I've got to imagine teams kind of liked not having to travel back and forth constantly. But then again, I guess, you know, it's going to be hard to sell sell out crowds and, you know, you kind of want that home ice, home court advantage. Although, I was just about to bring up before, uh, before you said the sell out, the NCAA tournament sells out all the time. And that's essentially a series of bubbles. So, it, it could. Uh, which, by the way, boo to uh, NCAA tournament not playing again. I know that we talked about this already, but uh, my Penn State football team is terrible this year. At least you should have let me see the basketball team do something good. <laughs> I uh, I gotta agree with you there, uh, especially with my, with my ducks uh, shitting all over the place. Yeah, but um, this I, I feel like this football season really doesn't even count. Anyways, it doesn't feel right with so many games being canceled, so many people, you know, opting out and all that. It just it, it doesn't feel like it's an actual season, but we'll talk about college football at a later time because um, we got a lot to talk about about college football. Uh, let's talk right now about baseball. All right. Baseball, for the first time ever, ever, I watched every single Oakland A's game. <laughs> there were only a handful of them, basically, but yeah, and and I got to watch them win a playoff series for the first time in a long time. So I'm pretty excited about that. 
Not excited that we got beat by Houston, the fucking cheaters. But, but yep, got to watch the A's. Um, anyone have anything more to talk about with baseball? Dodgers win the World Series. Finally, finally. It, it feels like for the first time in a long time, the best team in every sport or top two teams in every sport has won the championship. The Dodgers, we got the Lightning. As much as I hate to admit it, the Lakers. We had we had LSU win the national championship. It just it, it feels like in the year where everything's going wrong, sports is going right. You know. <laughs> But, yeah, I can't say I can't say the the quarantining changed my baseball viewing habits very much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the only I reason watched I watched the only reason I watched so much baseball is because I got a free uh, season of MLB Network or whatever it is from T-Mobile. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't ordinarily watch that much baseball. Baseball's boring. Like at, at game like fifty, I was like, Jesus Christ, how much longer is this season? And that's that's a shortened season. Normally, there's 162 games, and at 50, I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> yeah. But um, Look, uh, they have to shorten the season. It's insufferable. 162 is too much. I just, I, I don't know how. I, I don't know how. People get excited about watching 162 games. Especially, especially if you're a fan of, like, the fucking Orioles or other bad teams. Because it's like, alright, here's 162 of these things that are going to happen, and only, like, 30 of them are going to turn out good for me. I just... I think... I think 60 games was a good season. Obviously, people are going to want more. You're going to, a lot of people are arguing for 81 because it's half the season. But it, they can't go back to 162 games. It just... It can't. It's... It, the 60 was refreshing. Just do like 100 or something. A nice like middle ground. 162 yeah. is just bananas. Right. That's almost half of the year. Just in games alone. We're not even talking about days off. That's half a year. <laughs> um, yeah, but uh, it just, it was nice to watch a little bit of baseball, but I, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> never going to watch that much baseball again. Um, and then brings us to the NFL. And the NFL... Just seems like they're doing everything wrong. They're doing they're doing things right, but they're doing it wrong. And this is an unpopular opinion, uh, but there's no reason. And some teams are getting completely screwed by the inconsistencies in the NFL. There's no reason that the 
Ravens and the Titans should be able to get their games rescheduled because of COVID, but teams like the Vikings can't because they, not that they were positive with COVID, but they had inconclusive tests. I'm sorry, the Broncos, and they didn't have any available quarterbacks to play. So they had to call someone up from the practice squad just for the next day. All three quarterbacks don't have it. But we gotta, we've got to have Lamar Jackson. So we're going to push these games out as far as we can. You know, the Steelers twice now have had games moved. That has also affected other teams. Dallas was supposed to play the Ravens last Thursday. They played last night. The, what was the other? The Bills had uh, a game, I don't remember who, the Titans. Game against the Titans pushed back five days. Like, at what point, when a team does this multiple times, when a team has done things wrong, where they're not enforcing the the mask rules, the distancing rules, and you're just going to cater to them and let let them postpone things? Honestly, when the Titans did it once... To the to the Bills, maybe you let that slide. When they affect the Steelers as well, a separate time, that's when if I'm the NFL, I'm saying, no, 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 you're forfeiting this game. We're giving the win to the Steelers. That's a loss for you. And any games that you miss going forward because of COVID is a forfeit, is a forfeit for you. Like, at what point are you going to start punishing these teams for doing things wrong instead of having teams like... Like, the Steelers get punished because, you know, now they have to work hard to reschedule three games instead of just worrying about the one game they were supposed to play and just telling the team that's doing the wrong shit, no, fuck you, you're done. Especially when, last night, the game against the Cowboys, Des Bryant is on the field, warming up, and he's fucking positive. Why? You want to know the, the, the reason as to why? money yep that's all it is the nfl it will never be anything other than fucking money it will always be money yeah and money is going to talk to them they don't care how it comes across like the fact that they're still bringing up lamar jackson's name in the mvp race is fucking comical that's that doesn't even seem logical no do you know who they're not bringing up that deserves to be in there? Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. Well, Josh Allen has been considered. I wouldn't put Baker in that. Look at Baker's... Look at two more inconsistent, but you could definitely make the argument for Josh. I mean, yeah. look at Baker's stats. His stats are pretty good. But Josh Allen... like, it, I was talking with some friends about this. There are five people that should be in discussion... For the MVP, they are Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Josh Allen, and Baker Mayfield. If you want, if you want to add in a running back to add some variety, take out Baker and put in Delvin Cook. But the okay, fact. He just. Allen has weapons. 
right, Tony, you are breaking up. You're breaking up like really bad. You're sounding like uh, like a robot right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't really hear, hear you very well, Tony. Uh, I heard what you were saying. Uh, you were saying if uh, the MVP is the most valuable player, the most valuable player to their team is Josh Allen. And he said he's got digs, he's got other good players around him, but Allen is what is driving that team. But, uh, yeah, so the NFL, really, seriously, like the whole, this whole COVID situation is already pissing me off enough. But the fact that the NFL is just acting like it's not a real issue, um, not penalizing teams who don't take it seriously, not penalizing players who don't take it seriously, allowing people who are positive on the field with other players Knowing that they're positive, like, they're just, they're just, they're fucking it up. Like, I thought baseball was going to be bad by letting everyone travel all those games, but the NFL is fucking it up. They need a bubble, they refuse to bubble. Yeah, I, I don't know why they didn't do a bubble from the beginning. Um, I think they really could have made... <clears throat> similar revenues they could have even done it in states that you know would have allowed a, a smaller amount of fans instead of no fans um it's just it's, it's just annoying um for all the points you already listed um you know and and I, I yeah, I agree a hundred percent that they should have been punishing teams and, and players individually and they're just kinda of letting it slide and not not taking it seriously despite that it's affecting not only player health and safety, but the uh They're doing the same the quality little... of, of, of the game. Yeah. They're they're pulling the same little bullshit charade they do with player safety in terms of concussions and CTE. Oh, we're going to fine you $250,000. Uh, yeah, that's great. What is that going to do to a fucking multimillionaire? To a team that's worth billions of dollars that will literally just pay the fine for them. Like, it. that's not a good punishment. A good punishment would be forcing teams to forfeit games. What's that? You can't you, you can't play because you have too many positive COVID tests? Well, too bad, so sad. That's a loss. Let's hope you're ready to go for next week. And by ready to go, I don't mean we're going to listen to your doctor. We're going to test and we'll assess. And if you're not good for the next week, fuck it. You're out. That's how it should be. The NFL is really really fucking it up. Yeah. And they've been getting by by the skin of their teeth and I really think their luck is about to run out with this spike. Um, especially, you know, you got playoffs coming up. What are you going to do with playoffs? You're going to reschedule all the playoffs? You're going to reschedule the Super Bowl, the Pro Bowl? Exactly. Like it's, it's ridiculous. It, it is... It, it's utterly... Ridiculous, as you said, it's a joke. It's a joke. But 
It's what we've got. And I said we weren't going to talk about college. Let's take a couple minutes. College is fucking this up, too. Right? I'm a team with 20 fucking lives. Like... That's... Like... I, I, I feel better saying this now that Tony's gone. But how is Ohio State allowed to play when they have 23 positive cases? Oh, well, we sent them home. They can't play. Yeah, what about the other 70 people on the team that have been around those 23? You think they're not positive? Come on. It's it's annoying. It really is. Oh, man. So, college basketball starting up looking pretty good so far. Um, don't really be able to... Uh, game as we would have hoped you know it's it's been it's better than nothing so far we don't have any stories of kids so let's really hope uh, how it'll stay for the rest of the season and we've got these we'll really um uh or not step it up that'll really tamper it down so that we can get stadiums filled because i personally can't wait to watch you all new football game live like, I want so bad to go see that. Now, you've got this whole Yukon thing going on now. <laughs> Maybe Central Connecticut yeah. State. Who knows? <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, these vaccines, have started. they've started rolling out. Uh, first round, hopefully everything goes well because I'm someone who is a candidate for the second round of vaccines. And uh, I hope that I hope that these vaccines can get us back to being able to watch sports with fans, to watch sports live, to be able to see all of the things that we've missed out on so that we don't have to miss out on them again. But we all have to do our part to make sure that this happens. All right. I love sports. There are things that are way more important than sports. But if we all just do the right thing, we can get back to sports. So let's get back well to sports. Well all right, guys. I know it's our first first little show back. Uh, and I bet you thought I forgot about it this week in sports history, but you're wrong. Ah, All right, and it's a uh, it's a, a fun one. Uh, on December 9th, nineteen eighty four, L.A. Ram Eric Dickerson rushes for two hundred and fifteen yards for a season record two thousand one hundred five yards. Wow! Is it the Rams? Yep, Dickerson's crazy. Dickerson is crazy. Hey. What was that? The Rams or the Colts? Rams. Yep. All right. Do you guys have anything more you want to say before we finish up? It's nice to be back. <laughs> it sure is. It's been a long five months. Could be better. All right. Guys. Thank you for coming in. Tony had to uh, dip out. He was having 
uh, issues with uh, with Zoom. So he's getting that taken care of. We'll be back next week. Thank you all for listening. I hope you have a great night. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.